This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 10th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Yud, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirits of wisdom, the spirit of counsel, and we also want to honor the double portion blessing in my life today. The declaration today reads this, the first in execution of writing all the letters, the spark of Ruach Yahweh, revealing the significance of Yud, traversing through the width, the depth, the up, and the down, making the sound to look to see what Yahweh will say to us as we look into the future to affect the now. Now, today, uh, I want to make this kind of a part of our normal Saturdays as uh, we have a chance for Michelle to be a part of the, of the, of the podcast. And so today, once again, we have this, our special guest, Michelle, the author of all of these uh, daily Hebrew declarations. Good morning. So I want to talk to you about this, Michelle. You, you were talking about the double blessing in my life today. What do you mean by that? How do you see that? Well, I actually see it a little different. I, I know I, I wrote it last night with that. I was hearing a lot of every uh, uh, people say we're expecting the double portion because it's the double numbers for today. And anyway, I had a conversation with my husband and realized I I believed in something deeper uh, than even that, and that is that um, I don't want to limit God, and I'm limiting Yahweh with a double portion when um, he's limitless and I, it goes beyond that it, and it goes beyond what even I can ask or think and so I want all of what Yahweh has for me which is all of that beyond what I can ask or think even yeah that's good I mean uh, the the reason she's saying that is because we had a conversation this morning me and her and uh, my mom and uh, we were talking about this place of, of double portion and so on, and even the 30, 60, and 100 fold. And I agree, and I honor with those, honor those words. Don't get me wrong, that there is a place for that, and I honor that word. But Yahweh's been spending a lot of time and showing me a lot of things here lately, particularly, and you guys have heard me talk about it, that Yahweh has already given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Now, many times the proof for that has to be that, well, I've got a big house and big cars. But that's the Western mindset for that. You know, when you go back to the place where it talks about the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just, or we, the way we like to say it is the wealth of the wicked laid up for the righteous, the, uh, the Hebrew word for, for uh, treasure there is a little bit more than just, or wealth there, I guess I should say, is not the typical Hebrew word that's used for wealth. It's chayil, and it talks about wealth, yes, but it talks about more than that. But then it began to apply when I thought about the fact that, well, if Yahweh's already given us all things, then it's a double portion of what? My thought? What I could imagine? Well, why would I want to limit Yahweh to just a double portion of what my imagination was. Now, that would be absolutely great, but doesn't it go beyond that? Doesn't it, isn't it much fuller than a double portion? What about the 30, 60, and 100 fold? Well, the same thing. Why would I want to limit Yahweh to a 30, a 60, or a 100 fold return of something when yet he is wanting to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or 
ask or think. And so it goes back to that one place of what am I thinking? Where, what am I looking at? How am I looking at it? What do I see? How do I see it? So in other words, what is this per, the perspective that I'm looking from? And so I began to realize that it, it kind of has to do with a, a maturity thing and the way that we see it at that time. I honor those words because Yahweh brought me through that and saw and allowed me to see that there was something that was far more beyond that. And I don't ever want to limit him in any of that. So the, the rest of the declaration goes on to talk about the first in the execution of in writing of all the letters, the spark of Ruach Yahweh. Now, we know that Yahweh took of the intent of his heart and that Yud, which, which was formed from the intent of his heart, was placed into creation. And it was through that, really, that every li living letter begins with the living letter Yud. Because it, as the moment that you take a pen and put it on a piece of paper, it creates a dot. And then the rest of the formation of the letter comes after you begin to move that pen. But it begins with the dot. So what did you see in all that, Michelle? About the spark of Ruach Yahweh? Yes, um, I'm, I was thinking about the dot. I was thinking about the dot and watching it move into an infinity. Um, that, I just felt like it was what goes off in me. It's a, it's a very tiny thing that goes off in me. And whenever the Holy Spirit's activated within myself. So I saw that like that. Yeah, you know, because the the Yud, you know, when uh, I believe it was Oracle Teresa at Gates of Zion that, that really talks a lot about Yud, Yud specifically traversing through the universe in a micro instant. And so in this place of that, you talk about the Yud or the dot that's traversing through the width, the depth, the up and down. And, you know, it's it's funny because when you when you look at it from the scientific perspective, one of the things that science has said was that the moment that the Big Bang occurred. So let's say that the Big Bang and the and the formation of everything started off at that one little tiny dot, the Yud, which was the intent of Yahweh's heart that he placed into the expanse of himself. And and it was through the, the power of his uh, the power of his words and the wind of his breath that it exploded. Well, science says that the moment that that occurred, there was what's known as the Higgs boson field that was formed as a result of that. And all the, all, the only way that they can describe it is that instantly throughout all of creation, this matrix was put up of this Higgs boson field. And so they, they're, what, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about when I say the Higgs boson or the Higgs boson field, you probably know it as the God particle. And science has been looking for it for quite some time because they say it's the point at which through frequency, sound becomes matter. In other words, the Higgs boson particle allows for the slowing down of the frequency so that it then becomes something that we can see, we can handle, and we can touch. And, you know, it's, it's funny because Hebrews also talks about that, that, that the things that were formed were formed th from the things that cannot be seen. Sounds to me like science is coming right along with the scripture and, and saying that all of this is true at the same time. So how much so, more so with us as co-creators in Yahweh, as co-creators with him? We were with him in the beginning when he formed all of this, when we formed all of this together. The living letters, the cosmos, and all of that were formed at that same time. Then how much more so as we bring his word into the earth and we speak his word? Because in that sense, 
we are the God particle. And we all form a matrix out of the intent of Yahweh's heart. You guys have heard me talk about this before, that the intent of the heart forms the matrix, that the words of the mouth have the ability to develop and grow in, right? Well, the intent of Yahweh's heart formed a matrix that the words of his mouth has the ability to develop and grow in. The same is true as above, so below. And so in that place, it's able to, to, to traverse the up, the down, the east, the west, the north and the south, all the directions uh, that can be possible throughout all of that because the matrix has been put into place as a whole. And, and it really leads back to that part of what you said there, making the sound to look to see what Yahweh will say to us as we look into the future and affect the now. We become that God particle, right? Right. So what do you think about that, Michelle? What do you think about being a God particle? <laughs> Seriously. A God particle. Well, um, I know that it uh, requires a lot of responsibility upon myself. And that is in really to press into to Yahweh. Because without pressing into Him and really being face-to-face with Him, I'm not able to see where what I need to do, what my purpose is, where, where my next step goes. And um, to be a true God particle and to affect that way, I need to be able to do that. And so by pressing in, I just see myself, you know, pressing in more, experiencing more of who Yahweh really is. That's good. That's good. No, I agree with that. Because, you know, for me, when, when Yahweh took me into the secret place, he showed me the place that where really... If the secret place is in my, inside my heart, then everywhere that I go, then I'm taking the secret place with me. And, you know, then I start to think about that scripture that talks about where where Yahweh is, there I want to be as well. But if I am in him and he is in me, then where I am there, he is too. And so there is a place of responsibility. And there's a, it really brings out a whole other uh, aspect of that because then I begin the absolute responsibility, and I understand the absolute responsibility of the things that Yahweh has called for each one of us to do, and the immense power and glory and honor that he has given us. And then we take that and return that word back to him, giving him all the glory and all the honor. And uh, that brings this all together. So you guys have a great day. We will see you again tomorrow.